This is a podcast called Make Play. I'm one of your hosts, Jimmy Stein, alongside my co-host, Nick Ragusa. That's me. Nick Ragusa. These are the the eyes. (laughs) Those podcast eyes. And with us today for the first time is our good friend, Melissa Wisner. Give it up, everybody. Hello, hello. Hello, that's me. I'm Melissa. You want to give yourself a little little intro? Oh, um, just like how I know you guys and why I'm here, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, so I met Jimmy... Five years ago, we lived in the same dorm and we worked at the same place. Oh my god, it really was five years ago. Yeah, it was five years ago. We're <laughs> adult people now. Um, <laughs> we lived at good old Founders um, at NYU and we both worked at the Game Center and I thought Jimmy was like 27 years old. Um, yeah. And it was paralyzing to find out that I was older <laughs> than you. By not an insignificant <laughs> amount of time, as I recall. Yeah, I was uh, August 1995. Oh man! Wow. Yeah. Um, you're the pig. Yeah, yeah. I thought you just said you're the pig. <laughs> oh no! I'm like, well, you're of the. Yes, and then um, also met Nick through Sweet Sweet Game Center, and then we just mm-hmm. we played a lot of games. We had a lot of good times, and now we're being big, big people in a big grown up world. That's awesome. Uh, that is that is in fact our history. Yeah. Indeed. Um, so I, I believe I gave you the brief about what we do on this here podcast, but we're going to talk about, uh, the games and like creative projects we've been engaged with, uh, recently. And then we're also going to talk about the games and creative projects we've been playing. If you can, well, mostly just games, mostly just games. Sweet. Yeah. Um, I'm not a game maker, so I mostly mm -hmm, just observe mm -hmm. the creative process. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. (laughs) That is also mostly what I do. (laughs) Yeah. And uh kind of where i'm at too right now i try but it's hard when you're when you're a pro yeah or when you have a a, that nine to five and then it's actually a a ten to seven and then anyway uh so what have you been observing then i guess what have i been observing oh my um well i play a lot of there are a couple of games so like when i moved back home i moved back to minnesota from new york uh like six months after graduating and i finally Mm -hmm. bought a ps4 so that's been a that's been revolutionary for me. I can only imagine. Um, yeah, it's a sweet time to to get into that ecosystem. Yeah, well, it was nice because I bought it. I think right around Black Friday, so I got it and like a bunch of other games for like two hundred and fifty bucks. Wow. Um, so I've been, but I've been mad catching up uh, right now, just playing Resident Evil Two. But mm. oh, the remaster. Yeah, and I I soft locked myself out of oh. the game. Wait, what? Where? <laughs> so, oh yeah, have you played it? I have not, but I'm curious. Okay, so the game is like really vicious in terms of ammo management and your mm-hmm. health, and like it punishes right. you if you like lose even a single bullet. So right now I'm like probably in the last couple hours of the game, and I managed to get to a boss fight at critical health with no bullets. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, great! Does it so... have like save states or? Yeah, it has safe states, but like if I die in the fight, it just brings me back to the health that I was. So I can't even like die and come back at full HP. I'm just constantly walking uh, into this fight you, with no health you can't and go no to, bullets. Like, saves yeah. before that save. No, it auto saves. So it's like uh, 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 <laughs> no. Yeah, and I, well, I also like I also didn't see a boss fight coming because I'm like, oh, they haven't given me anything to heal with in like 
right four hours so i guess i'm probably there's, okay and then there no, were like, like fairy jars conveniently placed outside oh, the big yeah. scary door no yeah they were just like here is a giant monster who can kill you with one hit and i'm like well i don't think i'm progressing much beyond this point yeah that's tough and how deep into the game is this like how many hours have you played i've probably played like 20 ish hours oh, at this point so it's shit. like so you're not gonna be restarting <laughs> no it's, it's been like two soon. or three solid days of playing and it's yeah. like well okay that's probably like 18 15 to 20 hours somewhere in there yeah so yeah, no, yeah. it's it's been a harsh i am coming to terms with the fact that this is just hmm. not gonna be a fight i can win <laughs> yeah mm. that's that's that sucks i mean sometimes those in those like situations are like really fun because if you but if you have like a foothold you know if yeah. you're totally destitute then it's yeah it's not it's not going to be a good yeah, time it's, but... it's not like i'm running what's this fucking face the dark souls hard mode yeah it's not like i'm doing this to myself intentionally i right. just was really really this bad at inventory management <laughs> <laughs> i was like i can shoot every zombie i see that's not how this game works mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i've heard i've heard good things about it otherwise though oh yeah i mean like it's punishing but in a really good way like Hmm. in a good way no um like it challenges you uh certainly and if i if i replayed it i'd do it a lot differently um, yeah. yeah but i, I didn't so realize what, do you, quite how tough it was do you see yourself like replaying it in the future maybe oh. like giving it a break and then being like okay next time oh, for sure for sure i'm gonna come at this a little bit more well the nice thing yeah, about resident evil the the resident evil 2 series or resident evil 2 specifically was that it has two different play scenarios so you can play hmm. either as leon kennedy or claire redfield so oh, i could okay. play through an entirely right. different version of the game on a different character oh that's um, pretty nice yeah so i think it's kind of the idea is they like they expect you to really badly fuck up the first time you play so that maybe the next time you play <laughs> you can do it smarter but with a different character and a different kind of it's the same plot but from two different perspectives right. so but it's like the same levels essentially kind or? of like so in the in the story leon gets locked inside of the police station and claire gets locked outside of it ah, so they're playing in the same general Classic area with the story. same issues but they're like you know in different locations right 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 oh that's kind of cool though because you get to it's like hmm because there are a lot of that it's like a common trope where like mm -hmm. the two the duo get separated and like have to deal with things on their own for once and it makes everybody realize how important the other half of the team is yeah uh at that juncture but you i guess you can never do that simultaneously maybe so it's yeah. nice that you get to kind of like play through one and then be like huh i wonder what the hell's going on with that guy <laughs> oh, I, I hope and then you get to come dead. back around yeah yeah i do that is interesting though that you mentioned that that could be an intentional design anticipating that someone would play it through the first time and yeah. encounter some difficulties and then be like oh well uh um, maybe i'll just play it again but i'll try this one instead and maybe i'll get a little bit further because i've thought about it a little bit harder and played this game a little bit already yeah it makes um, the structure of the game a lot not forgiving but more playable and i think it makes sense because they've had resident resident evil 2 has been out for like god knows how many years um yeah and this it is like, like a the, ps2 like, game right yeah it's and this is i think the third or fourth iteration of it um hmm. So it's like they, they've had a lot of time to perfect the formula and they did a really good job with this one. It's got great scare factor. Um, oh yeah, really... I heard there's like a, a Mr. X type figure. Oh, tyrant. He just, he, <laughs> he's the fucking worst. And it's like you can hear him wherever you go and so you know oh, he's nice. not far behind you. He comes in at like probably the seventh hour of the game or something mm -hmm. he just like appears and after that point he's just like following you and you're just like i hope i can solve this puzzle before he gets here and punches me oh in the i hate that throat i hate that so much 
I don't have like a lot of experience with horror games, but like I just like with I can I can get through horror movies because it's one of those things where the movie's gonna play itself out regardless of whether or not I mm-hmm. want it to. I can cover my eyes, I can like look away or do whatever, cover my ears too if I need to, <laughs> and it's just gonna go by without me doing anything. But games just require you to witness everything and participate in all this horrible stuff. Yeah. God, it's terrible. Nick, where do you come down on horror games? I don't know if we've ever really talked about this entire genre of games. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, I don't know. I don't really, I don't really play them very much. I play. I don't know, like. I like like. I like playing Dead Space a little bit. I guess. Yeah. Okay. That's all I really played of horror. I don't look for it really. Don't seek it out. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I I'm definitely like a horror movie buff, but horror mm. games tend to be. I, I don't like jump scares. I yeah. like like horror, yeah. but jump scares are just like they're exhausting. Yeah, so. that's totally true. But I feel like games. I mean, I'm already so terrified when I play most games anyway <laughs> that like I feel like I could be easily scared without needing to be jumped at yeah. or jumped out upon. Well, that's I nice guess. thing. Yeah, Resident Evil doesn't do too many jump scares. It does some like good ones. To like reveal plot points or to reveal like a scenario like if it's gonna spring like a a different sort of like quest on you i guess is how you'd phrase it like there's a sequence where you have to run away from a giant sewer gator that nice. has like a nice jump scare but it's like oh it's the jump scares introducing the sewer gator so i don't really mind sure. it that much um, yeah you got the, the jump rest on of it's me. mostly yeah it's like oh that's a that's a giant sewer gator yeah. hey but <laughs> hey buddy um but no yeah the rest of the game is mostly just like the really irritating sort of fear because you just hear like footsteps following you yeah and it's just like you're like oh my god they're coming up they're coming up i need to hurry up and then you start fumbling with everything yeah yeah it's they did that really well it's it's funny that like that sound cue inciting panic just reminds me of playing overcooked which i'm still working (laughs) my way through uh with fiona um and oh my god it's it's hilarious that you'll be like having this great rhythm you figured out the level and like what to cook when and how to maneuver the the goods around but then all of a sudden it'll get down to be the last 30 seconds and the music speeds up you know it ups the tempo a little bit and everything just goes to shit like all of a sudden no one knows how to play the game anymore (laughs) nothing's different it's just the music if we were playing on mute we would be fine Except maybe we wouldn't know we were getting close to the end, which is yeah. a nice thing about the music speeding up because, like, you know, there's a timer in the corner, but you're not always going to be, like, keeping your eyes directly on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, God, yeah, sound design is so impactful at instilling that mm-hmm. kind of urgency um, yeah. and just getting people to lose their minds. Oh. How is how is sweet uh, Fiona? She's good. She's good, yeah. Um, oh, we... we we went to go see a show last night. I know this isn't necessarily our usual fare, but um, <laughs> we we went to a, a, a piece of theater, which was actually Ooh. really, really cool. Um, wow. It was basically, a, a, so Dionysus is in the modern era and is trying mm-hmm. to convince four housewives to join their cult to reinstate the green natural earth as it was before God. Uh, and to save, save the planet, but in the most Bacchanal way possible where you know, Dionysus is, is leading this this parade of, of main ads across the country to, you know, have a giant orgy, but also, you know, restore all the, uh, the, the, the way the earth should be, the natural way. Um, but it's hilarious because like it's set in New Jersey. So of course these women have, you know, very uh, intense personalities and are not easily wooed by Dionysus. So it's, it's very good. Uh, it's called Hurricane Diane. That's amazing. So you re- read all about it, everybody. Um, 
it's super good uh and also also scary speak i was i was thinking about this a second ago because it was also like a lot more like terrifying than i thought it was going to be like i haven't been scared at a at the theater before i mean maybe when i saw phantom of the opera when i was like five or something mm-hmm. i was probably a bit older than that but phantom was spooky i i never go to like i I feel like I should go to like real theater stuff at some point because the only time I go to the theater is like to see historically like young Frankenstein and spam a lot just just for the memes essentially I mean at that point just just for a good knee slapper yeah Yeah, this was this was pretty funny too though like it had a message a capital M message but it was also like oh this Italian housewife is gonna like rip into Dionysus about about the fact that they don't care about their panic button or whatever that they have installed in their basement. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The woman playing the, um, the like Italian, the Italian woman who just has like the most like charisma of any human being I've ever seen on stage, um, was just, just nailed it. Like she goes on these rants that were just like, so, so on point. Like I, I had teachers like that in high school that would just destroy kids in class for nothing really in particular <laughs> but they were just like extrapolating the worst possible life for this child because they forgot a pencil and needed to ask for one in class and it's like if you can't remember a pencil you're going nowhere in life you have no future you're so unreliable what the fuck is happening Me, in same. new jersey this is... <laughs> lots of stuff is going on in new jersey jesus well that's cool um, yeah, yeah, it was it was nice. Uh, the New York Theater Workshop. Check it out if you're in the if you're in the uh, if you're in the area. Into NYC. Um, yeah. Um, so okay, we got Resident Evil. Well, what else are you playing these days? Um. Well, I mean, Animal Crossing ongoing because the next one's coming out in 2019, and you know I gotta be ready for it. You know I gotta be ready for my <laughs> my new sweet village on my Switch on my good good Switch. Nice. Yeah. Um. I... Gotta be prepped for that sweet good mental health gaming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we need more of that. Nick, are you an Animal Crossing person? I love Animal Crossing. I thought you were. Yeah. To get when it comes out on Switch, I just haven't had like a place on which I could play it. Mm-hmm. Besides mm-hmm. that mobile one, which was fun for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, nah. no, it's uh, the rumors are that uh, I was gonna say Disney, <laughs> Nintendo's E3 conference is gonna be focused on Animal Crossing, and I'm like, it better be, bitch. Please. I want to know. Yeah, I yeah I I'm, I missed the Animal Crossing train. I missed a lot of <laughs> of trains in the gaming sphere when I was growing up. Like Pokemon didn't hop on that one. Oh, God. God damn, Jimmy. Animal Crossing Where didn't happen. You? Kingdom Hearts didn't happen. What? We're gonna have to make you play Pokemon. Jimmy. I know. I know. I really should. Pokemon, but I've just always been least. averse to the JRPG formula. Aww. Like I just I well, just it's never grab me maybe it started with pokemon maybe if i had gotten into pokemon i would have been okay with like grinding in other games and seeing the 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 um the joy in that but i just it's it's difficult for me but i animal know it's crossing, there i can see it but i can't grasp it animal crossing is like such a different beast though because there's there's no right, point to right. it it's just like mm. it's such a bizarre <laughs> game it's pointless right. you literally are just living in a virtual little town with your your little buddies your little animal buddies there's no there's literally no plot you move in, and I think after like the tenth day that you've moved in, basically it's just you celebrating real life holidays and building your house and making your town pretty through paying off mm. loans. Like it's such yeah. a strange formula <laughs> to be off. as successful weird. as it is. Sometimes you catch fish and put them in a museum. That's yeah, you do fun. a museum run oh, by wow. an owl. Yes, that this seems kind of twisted. Are the fish sentient? No, no. no. They're, so they're just fish. 
Yeah. yeah. But owls can run museums. Yeah. Yep. So that was the problem. Are there for a fish long time. people? Uh, no. So this was this was like an actual conversation the Animal Crossing community had, where they're like, "So warm-blooded animals are." obviously like alive but cold-blooded animals aren't but the problem is there are birds and dragon villagers so what's right. the truth nintendo what's the <laughs> give me the juice got a lot to answer give me that for. tea are we hmm. enslaving yeah, our friends well i mean okay birds like you know i don't know they they're different you know they're they're not cold-blooded right so yes uh, they lay eggs jimmy evolved from dinosaurs <laughs> are, wait are birds cold-blooded they lay eggs you numpty. But so that means they're cold blooded. Yes. They I have hollow if, bones. I'm not sure if they're cold blooded, but they're I know they're, they're not mammals. From they're dinosaurs. not mammals. That means they they're are dinosaurs. Okay, I'll take I'll take the scientific listen, word on this one. Listen, no, we're gonna take Google. Do they cool themselves with their feathers or something? Is that something? I feel like I remember that they draw I mean, blood into their feathers for some reason. Then they might yeah. Draw blood into their feathers? Yeah, you, know, have... you, ha- you pick a feather up and it kind of has it's oh it's that's like true sort of a tubey part of yeah the end. i never really thought about that yeah where we put the ink in with the quills and stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that is way more macabre than i thought of than that's I where realized. other liquid used to be oh god <laughs> okay oh yeah. wait oh no i'm completely wrong according to <laughs> okay. australian uh oh what is this god some australian british comcast uh, abc is what it's called <laughs> Um, they are warm-blooded, despite okay. being evolved from reptiles. They made the right. jump. I wonder when that happened. I don't know. I don't like Probably it. Probably a few weeks I ago. Like, I don't like it. I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> but, okay, okay. So, birds, warm-blooded, lay eggs. So, that's kind of different. But Sweet dragons... Chest probably cold-blooded but they're, they're you know they're dragons i don't know if we can really well, lump them in with like there's, ordinary there's, fish <laughs> there's one dragon and his name is drago and, um, <laughs> and he's like a full-fledged like sapient dude talking about mortgages and stuff yep 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 and then okay, well, he's so like, like yeah he's just like he just he's a he well so all the animal crossing characters have personalities that are like yeah. cool sporty cute natural <laughs> things like that and i think i think he's cool I think Who's he's natural. Cool. Uh, Daisy, the dog. What is that the dog? It well, it just means they're like rustic. No, actually, rustic's a personality. Shit. Um, like crunchy. Like earth. Like back to back to nature kind of vibes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Earth like tones, like oh, like a good a good bookshelf and like yeah. a little picnic spread. You know Maybe that kind of tea. aesthetic. Yeah. Mm. In an earthenware mug, I'm, I'm like there two for bucks it. More at the supermarket. I'm there yeah. for it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. As I recall, certain teas have dragons on the packaging, so mm-hmm. I know where Drago's at. <laughs> Maybe he's the tea model. Is he oh green God. with like purple spines? He's green. He is yes, green. he's the tea dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the I mean, there's really like. There's really like two options. Is he was either gonna be green or red? Well, I couldn't have seen him. I can send you a picture of him. He's he's a beautiful, beautiful boy. I couldn't have seen it going either way. I mean, I guess he could have been purple, but that's Barney just you know monopolized the purple dragon dinosaur, you know, corner of that magic dragon. And Puff, Puff is in there. They had Spyro. Oh, Spyro's also purple. Oh, geez, he is. Spyro. Yeah. Oh, Espio's purple. He's kind of a dragon. Who's who the hell is this another Animal Crossing character? No, it's Sonic. You, duh. Espio. Uh, you know. Is that a no? He's a chameleon. He's a chameleon. In from what? Sonic. 
Oh, I which, which like all of the Sonics? Yes. Okay. Sonic. Oh wow. Yeah, he's he's. Drago. That is a great dinosaur. Yeah, he's good. Sue it. Okay, well, I guess Espio's I mean, kind I'm of so pink, bad. but he's still like, he's still in Barney. He's I would I would rank him as Barney still flavored. In the the Barney territory. He's Barney flavored. Let's see this guy. Oh oh yeah. He's yeah edgy Barney. I see it, but he's he's got the little horn. Did Barney? Did Barney didn't have a horn? Did he? Well, no. Uh, Barney... No. <laughs> I, oh, you know what? You know what? I was thinking about the one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater. <laughs> oh my god! Excuse me, I'll have you. I'll have you, know you guys know him? You guys eaters. know this man? Yes, the purple people familiar? eaters. They're my my home state football team. Thank you. Shut the hell up! Really? Minnesota, the purple Vikings. They're the purple people eaters. Wait, did Viking Vikings did not eat people? I don't often. know. Listen, people are sure. I'm sure it happened, but I, that's not that's not like their main thing, right? Like all I've learned today is that if you had a bird who was a Viking, yeah. it would both eat the, people okay, listen, and have listen, very cold blood. Straight straight off of the indisputable Wikipedia, purple people eaters were okay. the offensive line of the Minnesota Vikings from the late 1960s to the late 1970s. <laughs> what the hell does that mean? How are they that? How are they that? Who decided um, this? They also refer this was to written themselves. by a football fan. It, it was they, they're, they're, also, not, they're, they're the purple gang. The purple gang. And Great. They're, <laughs> they're Just what we need. Another gang. So apparently <laughs> um, they said the players disliked purple people leaders and called themselves the purple gang. But what's wrong with people leading? Hold on. Hold on. But we've got to ride with it because it's our handle. What? That's the Did they have a Twitter point. about the pur purple people leaders that they couldn't like not have anymore? In 1965? Yeah. Okay. Obviously, that's not the case. Then what? What <laughs> handle? What plat? They, well, is they, there? A, is the is the name? I, is the word handle? Just their branding holders? Yeah. I think that's 1960s speech for like, that's our identity. But as it's our shtick. As demons. <laughs> so we by are the now. <laughs> so we eat them. You're welcome. Okay. For that. Well, you learn something new every day. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, I guess this makes me want to play Animal Crossing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you want to play Animal Crossing now, Jimmy? Are I you feel not, like I should try it. I need to play more like Zen games. I'm excited for the Purple Cannibal DLC. That'll be pretty great. <laughs> the the villager moves into your your town and just everyone is gone the next morning. So slowly start disappearing. It's like a whodunit. Meanwhile, this one motherfucker keeps getting. <laughs> yeah. It's just filled with cockroaches. There's no one oh to step on them anymore. Yeah. Meanwhile, this one purple motherfucker keeps getting bigger. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where they went, guys. Oh, have you seen him anywhere? If you take too long, it's like he's too big for his house. He's got like arms coming out of his oh window. Like he just he, his house <laughs> he becomes starts... his like shirt. <laughs> he's <laughs> <laughs> he just walking around with the house pressure. I wonder where everyone went. Mm. I'm lonely <laughs> and so hungry. <laughs> oh god! Oh my dude! What if uh, what if he was? So, so I, so Animal Crossing is a networked game, right? You can like visit other towns yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's with so. What if Nintendo just released this entity into the ecosystem of Animal Crossing and just let them do what they would? There's just one, <laughs> and if he shows up in your town, you gotta deal with it. That would disturb you have to a kill select him. group of children who would then need therapy later <laughs> in their is, life. You have they to. Just, wait, no. <laughs> 
In order to save your town, you have to purchase for four ninety nine the gun DLC. <laughs> <laughs> you must put him down. You have to arm your oh your town. God. Then you need to pay everyone in the town with for like therapy afterwards. <laughs> you make a Group town therapy. initiative in order to like keep people safe from PTSD, the new enemy. Wow, I feel like we have something here, you guys. Listen. Okay, maybe it's not a giant purple people eater, but it could be like uh I don't know, uh, some toxic sludge or something. <laughs> pollution? <laughs> yeah, general pollution. The, Gross the ominous, things. Plastic the bags floating in the wind. The Tom Nook has been of... Wait, dumping actually... sewage into the river. Some turtle guy's got a new necklace. Plot twist, it's a six-pack thing. The, the worst part is, is that like the, the oldest character in the game, who is like the mayor and like the grandfather of everybody, mm -hmm. is a turtle. Nice. And his Isn't name he is a Galapagos kind of guy. Or? Yeah, his name is Tortimer. <laughs> no, I like this guy. He was is he was he the a mayor Galapagos before you. Kind of guy. <laughs> Wait, before me? Like, is he yeah, older? Before than you, you specifically, Jimmy? We, I am the mayor. Yeah, you're yeah, the mayor. Yeah, play this game. World. Animal Crossing on the 3DS, New Leaf. You get to play as the mayor. Wow, what a power trip! I thought yeah. you guys said this game was wasn't about anything. This sounds like a pretty intense. Political sim to me. Yeah, it's actually about the rise of capitalism. Uh -huh. nature. I knew it. I <laughs> fucking knew it. The defeat of natural kingdom uh, in favor of uh, vicious capital spending. Mm. Okay. Sell, sell fruits to make money, young Jimmy. <laughs> young sell Jimmy. fruits and fish. I mean, I'm here for it. I I guess dig up priceless I need, I, fossils. I need more chill out games, as I've said. So I'll I'll think about it. Yeah. I yeah. guess. Yeah. Nick, what do you do these days? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna so, move on so from this. I'm a little scared about question. about. I'm kind of scared about <laughs> Animal Crossing now. So I uh, I eat people actually. Oh, oh god. god damn it! Uh, no, I've I've been playing. Um, I still play a lot of Dota. I had fun streaming with yeah Jim we should talk about yesterday. our stream listen i don't know if you checked it out but you we had a, a good uh, long stream yesterday for a whopping like five hours five and a half hours something like that really just an excuse to play video games together pretty but, you know. much <laughs> which is is great with the side effect of pretending like you're doing something somewhat important which i feel like i need but i probably don't it, honestly i don't know if i really got that that side of it because it was just, I don't know, it was weird. It felt very performative in a way that mm -hmm. made me somewhat uncomfortable at times. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. I guess, to me, I, I definitely play games outside of that a lot, like, yeah. for sure. I don't need that at all. But, uh, yeah, it is, I guess, more... I feel like I'm more inclined to keep trying to talk, I guess, just mm -hmm. in case someone shows up. I feel like I have more of a responsibility to, like, have a personality, I don't right. know, in that particular moment. Mm -hmm. But... Um, yeah, I don't know. It's also just fun to screw on, and I'm sure if we did it enough, it would just become we're just playing video games. Yeah, I, I'd be totally satisfied with having like a, a a small network of people where we could get like two or three randos or like some of the same filters of people in when we streamed every now and again. You know, I'd be oh satisfied God. with like a little cluster. <laughs> I don't need the millions or hundreds of thousands. Dude, I, I'll literally be cool with like 10 people. Yeah, exactly. exactly. If I know one of them, it's like, I've made a friend. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I guess the, the, the peak of our stream count was about seven <laughs> yesterday. Nick hit up that Caves of Cuz subreddit and they came through, which was they really did. cool. 
Thanks, one, guys. One guy gave me tips. It yeah, was that was nice. How, how, how was that? How did that? How did that feel? Because that felt like the most the most eyes on on any one of us to, while we were doing this thing. So. Was that one guy commenting on my terrible build? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was terrible. I was just screwing around at that point, essentially. But I know it was cool. Did I mean you didn't feel like any? I mean, a little more nervous or anxious about it? Or no, nice. Not really. I I don't know. I guess so. The limited experience I had streaming personally, I did it a couple times while I was in the first stages of building Zapper because I had this whole idea that I was gonna like record the whole thing, and do something with that footage Mm -hmm. or whatever the whole like development process. And of course that didn't happen because that's just a totally unreasonable thing to try and do when you already have a very limited amount of time to make this thing and you don't really know what you're doing in the first place. Uh, but God, okay, playing video games on stream, whatever, I play lots of games, it's fine, I'll deal with it. Trying to code in front of other people, Oh yeah, absolutely horrible. How do I type? Yeah, I mean, I don't even like, it just, it just made me think about, um, you know, professors and, and, and those kind of folk who have to get up in front mm-hmm. of people and, and teach them what this stuff means. Yeah. yeah. Or read your <clears throat> shitty code. Oh, oh God. God. There's also that. They're also the audience in this right. scenario. Yeah. Just like waiting, like, when you're missing a semicolon on line 50. Oh, <sighs> yes. Yeah. In like a, a weirdly similar vein. So, um, since now I'm a grown up human being, I recently mm-hmm. started working in healthcare. Interesting. And that's like my full time job now. And I'm a, I do customer service for uh, a Midwestern healthcare clinic um, hmm. or insurer, I guess. They're not like a clinic. But right. anyway, I, I like, I've been learning for the past few weeks, like, how to answer questions on it. And so I've just gotten to the point now where I actually have to, like, answer the phone and talk to real people. And yeah. like every time I do, I feel like I'm gonna just shit my pants. Oh my god! Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah, I can't, I can't imagine. Yeah, because well, they they like call Going and they're like, they're like, why did I get a bill for five thousand dollars? And I'm like, let's oh. review your coverage. Oh god, that's so, horrible. Oh no. I mean, yeah, because customer, <clears throat> I feel like, God, yeah, that has to be one of like, the the most uncomfortable. Like, I mean, I'm sure customer service is never like a great time because no. you're almost always just dealing with unhappy people. Yeah. But like health insurance is like a complicated to begin with, and b oh, yeah. involves lots of money and like very personal things about people's lives. Yeah, all at the same time. It's interesting because like the the company that I work for is called Health Partners, and like I'm really proud of what they do. Like they actually have like a really good work philosophy. So I'm like, yeah, I'm not a, a like sitting at a computer being like, I hate my job, I hate my life, I hate this company. Right. Um, so it's a little easier to be like, hi, I can answer your question. And usually it turns out well, like not everyone calls us angry, but just being like, hello, I'm talking to a real <laughs> human. And like, I'm just terrified above all that, like, they're going to be on the other end of the phone and they're going to be like, this bitch don't know what she's doing. And I'm like, I do, mm. I swear. I'm just nervous. Yeah. I'm stage fright. Yeah, but do you feel like you've gotten better at it over? I mean, how long have you yeah. been at this place? Well, it's weird because like I'm only supposed to take calls from certain people, and I'm trained on how to take those calls. Like I'm trained to mm-hmm. take calls on medical plans from providers and members. Okay. I like I don't take calls about dental plans or anything like that. But Got somehow it, yeah, it seems like half of my job is just like transferring people who called the wrong line. 
Oh, and it's like, no. Like, ma'am, you explicitly were told not to go down this road. <laughs> I am not. I cannot help you. And they're like, well, uh, does that mean I have to get transferred? And I'm like, yes, that is literally yeah, what you have to do. Hold on and to then, your butts. Yeah, we're I'm like, I'm sorry, but this is not where you belong, ma'am. And then Cindy from <laughs> Rochester, Minnesota, gets real up in arms about it because... <laughs> God forbid she called the wrong number. Yeah, I've I've been there. I mean, not with health insurance, but with like yeah. internet providers and stuff like that. The automated yeah. the automated call ecosystem and like uh, yeah, terrain awesome. that exists out there is is uh not fun. Yeah, and I can't so, imagine having to deal with it in that in that context. Yeah, and I mean, long story short, I get what it's like to stream. I know. <laughs> I know. I've been yeah. there in a very weird roundabout way. I do it every day. <laughs> yeah, and if you know, if you were streaming, and you got some hecklers saying that you were bad at it. You'd probably be able to deal with it better than we would. I'd be like, "Well, mm. thank you for your concern. I'm so sorry that you feel that way." <laughs> we'll be able to. So professional. Yeah. Right. No, just like the calm, professional voice. That's an important skill yeah. to have to like stay cool. You know. Yeah. Well, mm. it's like I've already been yelled at once on the phone by a guy who just like straight up didn't know how his plan worked, which uh, is like that's. I mean, that's not my fault and so it's just yeah. like it's weird because it's one of those things where like you have i've had like weeks of training now where they're like listen you're there to help them and if you can't help mm -hmm. them that's just how it is and it was a yep. situation where i was like i told him what i could he didn't like it so he was just like <laughs> venting and i was like well i guess now would be a good time to like clean up my desk so, <laughs> just yeah, like, let him do what he wants to do here. yeah it's just like i'm like well, i can't I, until he decides that he's done with his phone call <laughs> i just kind of have to sit here so i guess i can busy myself like it's, it's not something that like i take personally because like it's, sure that's good yeah, yeah it, it's it's the kind of environment where i'm like i i don't i'm not personally offended that you're mad because you're mad because you got a huge bill and that sucks i get that yeah Yep. But it's like, well, I, I, you have to hang up at some point. So. Yeah, because I, I cannot do that. <laughs> yeah, well, like that's rude, and that's not what we do. Yeah, geez, how long did that go on for? It was about a twenty-five minute call. Oh my god. Yeah, and wow. he just like twenty-five minute desk cleaning session. Yeah, yeah you just yeah. must be immaculate. Yeah, well, it was nice because I have like a mentor because I could they didn't just like toss me out to the wolves and have me answer mm, calls. Mm -hmm. I have somebody sitting with me, like making sure I'm not saying anything incorrect or you know getting like <laughs> really panicked. sweet nothings into their ears. That's, Your I mother was a hamster. <laughs> the smell of elderberries. No, I yeah I love her. Um, but this guy yeah he just didn't understand like why we couldn't do something for him. And then like in healthcare, yeah. there's a lot of things where it's just like oh I I'm sorry we just can't access that information. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, why? And I'm like, I don't know. I, you're going to have like, to do some research about that, my friend. Like, that's that's not my, I, I work in network and benefits, not that. And he's like, <laughs> I don't agree. And I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Man, that's a trip. Okay, well. So it's God, like a game should, in a way, yeah. you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so we should take a break. We're going to take a little, a little itty bitty break here. Yeah. Um, we're going to hear from our sponsors, uh, dear listener, and we'll return on the other side with more games we've been playing, I guess. We've got a little double feature of Play Play today. If we have to. Works for me. I got, we, I got some stuff I want to talk about. I got yeah, some things yeah. on my chest that I would like to pry off. Oh my God, sure. In the face. Us. All right. Uh, okay, see you then. Okie dokie, bye bye. Hello there. Have you ever experienced a power outage? Lightning will sometimes turn off your electronics even if you don't want it to. 
This is why you need Surge Pinata. Surge Pinata will help protect your devices. This is how it works. Every time lightning strikes, and it would turn off your device, it instead blows a pinata up. All of that power is redirected to the pinata, and so your device is protected, and you get candy. It's really a win-win, uh, except for lightning. Lightning loses, but lightning does get to contribute to your happiness. So that's right, Surge Pinata. Buy it. Buy it now. Hey everybody. Okay, we're back, and uh, thanks thanks to Surge Pinata for the the sponsorship mm -hmm. we all have very safe homes now and a lot of pinatas and candy and candy because what they don't tell you is like you know during the lightning storm your house could get hit multiple times so you just have to have like at least half a dozen pinatas at any one moment yeah to go off yeah oh, yeah it's great um so yeah we're gonna do a, a a play play double double feature here um so anybody anybody else got a game they want to they want to talk about I mean, the only one I've been playing like excessively lately is mm -hmm. Dragalia Lost, which was a Nintendo product. I know. Dragalia Lost. Yeah. <laughs> it, like enter like a uh, really it... harmonic like orchestral piece mm -hmm. behind me, but um, yes, I, I, I can do that. <laughs> drama found. <laughs> some just some good garage band work. Uh, no, it's like a it's a phone game made by Nintendo, huh. um, and it's already surpassed. Uh, Animal Crossing, Pocket Camp, and Fire Emblem Heroes. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy just good. Just by like, by like the numbers. Yeah, well, it's just like the sales it's made, and it's funny because like it's definitely right. like it, it has marketed those sales way less than the other two games, which I think is crazy. Hmm. Um, just like the nature of the game, What's though. Its like, deal? it's so good. It's I mean, it's a JRPG, so like, mm -hmm. don't even pay attention right now, Jimmy. Just like get out. Okay, um, I'm just gonna. I'll be right back, you guys. Yeah, like I. This is this is a conversation between me and Nick. <laughs> um, no, it's so like you you start the game. It has like an overarching plot that's like fine, whatever. It's it's decent. It's actually not a bad plot, but it's like whatever. It's a phone game. But like mm -hmm. the graphics, the gameplay, the like I've been playing it since it came out. Like day one, September I think twenty ninth is when it came out on the phone. I've She's played it every date. single day since wow. then, and it's every it's hitting its six day. month anniversary like next week. Um, it's like me and Michael Perez, who is a former coworker of all of ours, he and I play it together and like, it's just, it's insanely high quality for a free <laughs> game. Um, awesome. yeah, it's really fun. And there's like, there's constant, like both he and I are still like slaving away at it every day, trying to like <laughs> make our team stronger. And it, there's just like, it's a gotcha game. So it's all about like, summoning new heroes and hopefully getting like lucky and getting a good one. Mm -hmm. But it's really generous with like what it gives you and it's got so much content that it's allowed it like it has so much content and so much good content that mm -hmm. it allows itself to be generous with a player because it's like even if they are as kind as they can be to you, you still right. can't get it all right. quickly. Right. It's just yeah. impossible. You can't do it. Um but it also like it's not pay to win, it's not even pay to play. Like you can so never spend they, a dime does... on it. Oh, you how do you Wait, how do they make money? <laughs> so it's optional microtransactions. Okay. Um, and they have like things like resource packs and things like that, but they don't really advertise them. They don't push them on you. It's huh. really like you'd think the game, like it's perfectly playable 
without yeah. the microtransactions and without doing any of it. It's purely the fact that like it's so like I probably spend like two dollars on it a week, honestly, because hmm. hmm. like they have yeah. a feature where like you can buy uh, a, a resource called diamantium for like two bucks you can get a week's worth of supplies and then you can use it for a daily summon and you can get a daily summon out of it which can be really valuable um right right. and it's just like they did like you can't pay to get a guy no nope nope you can only pay to get like a ticket to summon a guy and it's no guarantee that you'll get a good guy um interesting okay yeah and they but it's like the if you play the game itself like there's really no advertisement for the paying aspect of it like they let you do it but they don't mm-hmm. push it on you. It's like a, I think the icon for the store is like maybe half a centimeter tall. Like it's mm. tiny. That and is it's, a small store. It's a tiny, it's like, well, it's like <laughs> it's just the icon to click to go to the store. Like it's super out of the way. Mm. Um, and the game itself gives you a lot of like the resource needed to like summon characters. So like at the end of the day, like it doesn't force you to buy anything, but like the game is so fun and the right. game is so well it's so polished that like i want to spend money on it because i'm like yeah because it's it's worth it right yeah like i i you know most other games are 60 dollars oh, at yeah. least at launch or whatever and like so it's like yeah i could I spend two bucks yeah and like <laughs> I, know, I've spent, I actually get a lot of entertainment out of i've spent more on this game than i have i think on any other game i've ever owned but mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i play it for an hour or two every day Sure. So I've yeah. put hundreds of hours into it. So it's like it, yeah. it comparably it's really worth what I've spent on it. Um and like I love it. It's just such a it's a good game. It's constantly releasing new content. You're always striving for like better goals. There's even six months in there's stuff that I still haven't beaten in it yet that I'm like, I've gotta get. I know what I've gotta do to get there, but it's just like yeah. it's grinding, it's you know, waiting for the right time of the week, it's all this stuff. So it's like I don't know it's just it's like what a phone game a phone rpg should be and i love it mm-hmm. also it's beautiful it's so pretty it's so <laughs> that pretty helps. yeah it's so and it's got great music so it's like every oh, they hit every nice. base with it huh i always forget that like mobile games have good music sometimes because yeah. i just like i never listen to the audio for for mobile games which it's, i know is a sin because a lot Japanese. of them have really nice sound design yeah it's but. it's definitely j-pop which is like oh nice it's like it's it's not everyone's flavor but it's like Mm -hmm. it's so peppy and fun and cool and like you're like yes i want to play the game nice yeah Uh, yeah, that sounds that sounds cool what's it called again it's called dragalia lost like for real it's a nintendo product check it out it's stunning it's an addiction it's a problem i love nintendo seal of approval melissa weisner seal of approval yeah and I mean, hey, cool. the nicest thing about it too is that it has automatic data backup if you link your Nintendo account, so you can uh, never lose it. You can dump your is, phone in a toilet, like I have done, and it's oh, still no. there. And you don't lose Dragalia Lost. No, Dragalia hey. Lost stays with you forever. Good stuff. I, good stuff. Yeah, I cannot foresee like any time in the near future where I won't be playing it. Wow. So Sounds yeah, like, like it's got. Uh, it's got it's, some 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 pretty big hooks. Yeah, and I mean, like, consider the fact that like Fire Emblem Heroes has probably been out for like two or three years. Mm-hmm. Animal Crossing just hit, I think, a year and a half, and this game is almost six months old and has already yeah. surpassed both of them. So, like, yeah. give give Nintendo some credit; they did a good job. Good job, Nintendo! Thanks for thanks for the content, everybody yeah. over there. So, Jimmy, tell me about this these games that are clinging to your chest hairs that you want to get off. 
I didn't say chest hairs. You said they were on your chest. Are, so I mean, I, unless you shave your chest, which is like totally up to you. I don't, you don't judge. You don't need to go there. <laughs> I narrate it, actually. <laughs> I, I said it. Okay, we're moving on. Uh, Jimmy waxes his chest each morning. <laughs> I have to watch. It's and very he... loud. Uh, <laughs> it's actually Nick's alarm clock. You cry. You yeah, cry just, every ah! time. He oh screams. God. Time to get up. <laughs> Me banging on the wall in pain. Yeah. Um, like I mean, basically, so we played a, a hosted game yesterday, uh, and none of which for the first time, I'm trying to remember what we even played. Um, it was it was fun to, to play uh, my own games, uh, because of course it was. Um, that I just, like, I don't know, I make games that cater to my own sense of humor because mm-hmm. I don't know anything else, and I still just make myself laugh when I play them sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, even the stupidest, like, little weird game that is in the game that I made for like intro to uh, games programming where literally you just you just hit a button and then hit another button and then hit a third button and then you're done you're <laughs> pretty done. much but I don't know it's just like it, it's nice to see that like I can still enjoy my own stuff I yeah. guess um, uh, and I know it's it's weird it was it's just weird that it like actually does mean something to me in a way even though I know like it would mean it'd be like it's nothing to to basically everybody else but it's so I, I don't know like the making things is such a fraught experience for me that like it really takes me back to a very specific point when I was doing that and even though it's garbage it it it, it has a very like deep place in my uh, uh creative soul I guess mm-hmm. I don't know I still remember Especially- um when we were in that stupid Arabian Nights class, I think it was. Mm, um, yep, 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 yep. With Sweet Sanan. Um, and you, I, I think, it was that class or the Madness class? Oh, it was the Madness um, class. The Madness class. I think class. I know where you're okay. going with this one. Yeah, and you brought in that, you were like, you were sitting next to me and you were like, I don't know if this is the right flavor. And you played this, like, <laughs> this amazing, like, abstract musical piece. And everyone was like, shit. We didn't do that. Like everybody else had made like a slideshow, and Jimmy came in with like a four-minute song. That sounds like Jimmy. <laughs> well, okay, okay. So it was, it was like a, it was an audio collage. I guess is the best way to describe audio it. Collage. And uh, it was, it was just. I'm trying to remember what the what the pieces were. It was all like found audio, I guess. But my, the favorite part that always cracked me up when I would listen to it was I play the intro to Here Comes the Sun and it's like this really happy like Da-da-da-da. and then like right when it gets to the part where the where the verse comes in it's just Dylan Thomas reading I shall not go gently into the night it was I mean like it was like A it was a really good like everybody everybody got it and everyone was like everyone was like fuck we didn't do that oh man yeah i i really would would love to get people's honest opinions about that because i was very uncomfortable i thought it was i, yeah, well, I still you were, think you it was were sitting next to me like squirming over yeah. it and i was like fuck man i made like a dumb powerpoint and jimmy's out here doing like artistic <laughs> shit and i felt like i think everybody in the room heard it and they were like we could have gone so much harder on this project than we did no that was my cop out i just didn't want to make a powerpoint <laughs> I was like, I'd rather, I'd rather play with uh, audition or whatever the hell I made it in, it's the than like have dilemma. to do research. I did like because people did research for their for their presentations about like you know concentration camps or like asylums and things like that, because it was a class about madness and civilization, the way, the way we treat the insane, and stuff like that. Um, and oh oh, and I think 
Yeah, so it started off with uh, a conversation between uh, Heath Ledger as the Joker and Tom Waits, like an interview yeah, with Tom Waits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Heath Ledger apparently like watched these Tom Waits interviews from back in the day to like get his like vocal cadences down. His groove. Uh, and then I put the uh, the Birdman soundtrack underneath of it because <laughs> I liked it, and I had just seen that movie. <laughs> Yep, and yep. that's that that was it it literally took like an hour as opposed to doing a bunch of research so i, was... I felt like i was like taking the easy way out and being a stupid artist boy yeah, that was I, that I was our nyu experience that. but that's what yeah. i think of because like i think i heard I, did, I never played any games that you made so that's always kind of what i associate with like your art hmm. is that hmm. is that song <laughs> Well, that's also this podcast. I don't know if anybody really listens to the whole thing, but they get weird sometimes at the end or like in yeah. the ad reads. I do some, I have I have a good time because I got to keep myself entertained when I'm doing this because if I if I don't, then I don't know what I'm doing it for. In in 12 years, when this blows up post posthumously when you guys have like moved on and mm -hmm. you know, you're working like nine to fives and some like hip kid discovers this podcast and it blows up oh hell yeah you gotta be I'm ready. So ready for that you future gotta, you gotta be ready <laughs> can i be ready for, can i can i be that kid holy shit it's gonna be me <laughs> did i discover myself <laughs> i discovered my own podcast and it's amazing <laughs> no but no this is how it's gonna be i'm gonna like make some fake social media accounts you know make a fake reddit <laughs> account and then just like pretend I'm this like a you know really deep guy who's like super into games who discovered this. But you're right. No, we do have to wait a little while because we have to wait until you know folks like you and other people we've had on the show who who have like just started their careers or are about to start their careers have like you know started making names for themselves. And then bada bing, I'm gonna like quote unquote discover this and it's gonna be great. And then I will be I'll be famous twice over. Mm. Basically, we're going to piggyback of, uh, off of ourselves, piggybacking off of other people's yep. aspirations. And this is why I hate myself. Hey! <laughs> Suddenly hey, I mean, it's a... Uh... You, could, you could have spent millions and millions of dollars to gain admissions to NYU to do this, like some people. <laughs> I'm not calling out anything specific or anybody specific <laughs> at this time, at this date of... March 17th, 2019, where there is definitely not a scandal going on about paying to get into college, but... Yeah. Have, ha, has there any been, uh, has there been any especially uh, juicy ones about New York University? No, because like, well, it's like I, uh, my sister-in-law is actually an admissions ambassador and NYU's need oh, blind. Wow. Yeah, they're need blind, so they can't actually right, see right, right. the financial status of a student until they get to a certain point. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I mean, I suppose there's always corruption somewhere, but like, I like yeah, to think that it's, it's less York, so at NYU. Like, they can afford <laughs> yeah. it. They don't care. They know. Yeah, yeah. I guess you know, NYU is probably wealthy enough already that they don't really need bribes. But I'm sure people take them. <laughs> oh, I'm people sure there's bribes. somewhere. NYU there, doesn't there need places. bribes. Individuals always want want some extra cash. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, and I guess the other game that uh, I <laughs> kind of was playing for the first time, uh, you know, wrapping back around to this live stream situation we did was uh, was Titanfall two. Which is a, is a fun little game, not exactly a new game. Um, it's a yeah. few years old at this point, but um, you know, it, you know, I, I started to play it because it had gotten uh, sort of back into the into the zeitgeist. Now that Apex Legends has become like the it game of the mm -hmm. moment, and Respawn also made uh, the Titanfall series. And man, big robots are a good time. Yeah, have you, that's have, pretty much all I have to say about that game. But yeah, have you played Have you played Apex Legends yet? Oh, have we played played Epic's Legends? Yeah, we have a fair <laughs> amount, and we are bad. 
Yeah, oh, no, yeah. I'm okay. <laughs> I cannot stress though, that last like, part of it. I'm, I'm shit. <laughs> I I'm think I'm absolute, getting worse, actually. Yeah, like I'm absolute garbage. I have one once because I had mm-hmm. I had a team and they were like yep. two guys who just like absolutely carried me. I did nothing. <laughs> and I was like, thank you, fathers. Sometimes um, that be how it is. But you didn't yeah. do bad things. You know, like your team still won, which yeah, well, means you couldn't like, have like lost the, the game for that, them yeah, because the you thing, won. The thing that I remember about it is that like at the very end I got killed by somebody and I told mm-hmm. them where she was and they wouldn't killed her and that's how we won and I was there like you go. I did that. There you I go. Did you that. won the game. That was I you. I died for our cause. <laughs> you this might is as fine now. <laughs> you might as well have pulled the trigger. Recon is an important skill. It's a it's incredible. I'm really important. good at pinging stuff. Yeah, and then I just yeah, any other time I've played I've just been murdered in like probably the first fifty yep. or so. Um but it's still like it's a really fun game. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but I love tossing myself into this meat grinder of a game. Yeah, mm. like, and I like it, watching pros play it too. It's just like I'm like I want to do. It's the same like watching like yeah. Overwatch pros, where I'm like yeah. I want to be able yeah. to do that. Yeah, like that looks really fun, but like I, I want to try doing that, and then yeah. it's like oh, that's gonna take a lot of time to get good at, isn't it? Mm, yeah, and is it like that fun? Oh, I don't know. I can't like Whoops. I want to be really good at aiming without practicing aim. Which is not yeah. possible, as it turns <laughs> that's not out. How that works. Like, mm, I can't yeah. just cheat that. I mean, I could, well, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna that's do why it. I like, that's why I like uh, 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 Titanfall, because it's like, you can just shoot these guys in the face because they're not moving. <laughs> they're just like standing in this position where they've been told to stand because they're stupid computers. That's right, I said it, computers. I know you're listening. And uh, you just blow them away, and it just—it's very cathartic because yeah. playing Apex Legends can be frustrating in a way Hello. that other games can't. Because I don't know, when I get frustrated in most games, it's because I—I I, I die really easily. But it's never because I'm not doing anything. Mm. Whereas in Apex, it's like I'm trying to do something, and I just—I don't get to do anything before I get stopped. You know? Yeah. I'd like. Did you, to... did you ever play Overwatch? Not. Uh, I played a little bit. Yeah, it's Nick in played like a little, little, yeah. It's, I've played it a lot copiously. Uh, in fact, hmm. Michael and I, Michael Perez and I, went to the Overwatch League Grand Finals uh, mm-hmm. when oh, they fun. were in uh, New York. Um, and it's like, it's in a really interesting spot for a game to be in because it's hitting that point where it's like almost three or four years old now. Yeah. Um, and it's losing followers and losing players and so it's like how it's a question of how the game is going to stay relevant at this point um and they're trying a lot of interesting things with like their their league following but just like the gameplay Mm -hmm. itself has taken some interesting dips and turns um yeah i've been kind of wondering about that actually yeah yeah, i mean like they've they've done some really good things and they've done some really bad things like there are characters that they just refuse to fix Hmm. but there are other components of the game that are like they're so much fun and it's it's also one of those games like, like i started thinking about it because of what you said about like you know if i'm losing it's not because of something i'm doing um but like in that game there's right. always something different you can be doing which is really nice um, yeah you can always change the way you're playing to suit other people so even if you're not right, the one right, messing right. up you can help other people from messing up which yeah. i think is a strange situation to be in for a game it's like a weird thing to gamify but yeah it's yeah well it's a it's a team it's a team game you know that's like what being on a team is all about yeah it's it's a really interesting game to take on um as like a project because there are a lot of valid criticisms of it and its current status but like it also it's a huge multi-billion dollar enterprise that (laughs) blizzard is pouring so much into 
Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I would be curious to see what that what those financials are like. Yeah, well, but I'm like, sure I'm sure we'll get like a good. I'm yeah. I'm I'm waiting for the like, um, very in depth game studies, anthropology, mm-hmm. socio political, uh, take on Overwatch's life cycle, which is probably not going to come out yeah. for another like ten years because that game I'm sure will yeah. be around for quite some time before. Well, it's it's interesting because like I, I think it, it yeah it bridges the gap between Apex and Fortnite. Which I think is, right. or I think right. actually no, I think Apex bridges the gap between Fortnite and Overwatch. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because like, yeah. Yeah, f- it's the battle royale Apex... with characters that have abilities. Yeah, and so it's like interesting to kind of see a lot of Overwatch professionals and streamers are like mm-hmm. migrating over to Apex, mm-hmm. and like it's kind of heartbreaking because I'm like, oh, I love Overwatch, but also like it's kind of interesting to be like, oh, there's this new frontier coming. And I want right. to see, like, I really want Apex to succeed. There are things I want them to fix and things I want yeah. them to expand on, but there's only so much you can expect from a free game. Yeah, and I'm sure they're they're busy. They're quite busy. I mean, I'm, I'm sure they anticipated a, a certain amount of success with the Battle Royale game made by professional developers who know how to make a first-person shooter really well, but mm-hmm. I doubt they would have expected it to have, like, 50 yeah. million players within, like, the first month, you know? Yeah, and, like, they made it a free game. They didn't mm-hmm. expect it to be something that players would have to spend money on because i feel like yeah. when you make a free game and this is difficult because i was just talking about dragalia loss but like when you make yeah. a free game like is there an expectation for players to spend money on it or are you just trying to get players to spend money in a different way which is like i don't what, what i do don't know mean? what do you mean by that like so are you just expecting players to spend money cosmetically because neither apex right. or dragalia are pay to win it's just cosmetics right. yeah um so it's like, are are you trying to just take a different angle at making money, or are you, un like like are you lacking confidence in the value of the product that you're putting out? Because in in the case of yeah, Jagalia Lost, I would say that it's not an issue with the product; it's just a, an attempt to get money in a different way. With yeah. Apex, I'm not as sure. I feel like I think it's definitely the 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 former. Because I mean, battle royales are just free. Like so many games that have this kind of longevity of mm-hmm. playing multiple rounds and not having like a, a quote-unquote beginning or end mm-hmm. you know ride on the success of there being a large player base and the only way you're going to get that is if it's free yeah, like anthem also, is like this other multiplayer yeah. game that's come out that's always online also published by ea i think mm-hmm. um yeah. which was interesting but it's you know it's got a, a campaign and stuff so yeah it's a it's a paid game they, they well, would be weird to make that free but yeah well, it's i like feel anthem, like apex kind of needs to be free to survive yeah well it's like I, it's a weird conversation between the difference between like destiny and anthem yeah and apex and fortnite because like mm. they're competing on two different platforms but they're also like I, I don't know like is it better to make your game free initially and then start charging money for other things or because I guess the big difference is between the two is that Anthem and Destiny have narratives, right? Unlike yeah. Fortnite yeah. and Apex. Oh, that's that's a strange problem. Yeah, yeah. Well, and Apex is also going to launch the the Battle Pass soon. People have been mm-hmm. like groveling for it for a while now, so yeah. uh, it's definitely it's it's coming. I think by the end of the month is what people have said. Um, yeah. I don't. I'm not. I forget how exactly it works. I think it's just like a ten dollar like ticket, and you just get all the new characters and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, although yeah. I think the characters, no, I don't think the characters are actually going to be pay to acquire. I think it's going to be similar to the um, the current like locked characters that start off with. So like, yeah, you can definitely pay to get the, the coins to unlock them or the credits to unlock mm-hmm. them. But yeah, you, know, you, you, you can also you can also just coins. get them from playing. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
but yeah, it'll be curious to see how how like all of these like how the general like games as a service wave rides out because we're sort of mm-hmm. you know we're we're a little bit into it now, but the whole idea of it being a service is that it's going to be around for more than like three to four years. I mean that's yeah. that's a pretty good run, but and they, I feel it, like a lot really, of these people are betting on a lot longer. Yeah, and it becomes really difficult for games to continue pushing content like that, which mm-hmm. like we which is I mean what Overwatch has shown us I think because like at this point they're putting out new characters, but the criticisms start rolling in when you see there's like oh this is just a reskinned event or this is just a reskinned character or yeah. you know it's like the constant requirement to be creative in order to generate continued interest in a game is such a huge problem for online battle royales mobas anything like that it's like it's it's a it's a strange problem for them to have to deal with yeah yeah i'd be curious as well to like think about some of the decisions they have to make where if you know your game's been out for a while you want to keep things interesting but like how do you you know add some dynamicism or interesting twists to the game without alienating the mm-hmm. player base that you have gathered because they liked the way the game the way it was, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I guess they just have to sort of walk that line as best they can. Yeah, it's, it's difficult. And I think it's it's becoming, it's still relatively new because online gaming isn't that old. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I think of I think of Animal Crossing as kind of a good, going back to Animal Crossing, as like a good kind of measurement for it since there's been a hmm. game out every, you know, five to ten years or so um and that started with a a gamecube game that you could with a lot of effort and strain and push could connect to other people with but the gamecube was such a poor platform to do online connection with or any kind of you know local multiplayer with that it was like a pain and then uh i was wild world i think was the ds iteration of Animal Crossing, and that became easier because it was just connecting to two DSs or like two right. DSs together. Ah, okay. And then that wasn't, it still wasn't online, but you could do it like via cord or you could have mm-hmm. these like weird little attachments that you could do it via. And then when City Folk and New Leaf came out, which are the two most recent additions on the Wii and the 3DS, online was really a thing. And like as that has progressed, and that's still only been like the last 10 years or so. Mm-hmm. So like having online games like apex like overwatch like all of these anthem titanfall all of that yeah it's still like a very much a new breed and like they really make you question the longevity of a game yeah yeah i, I kind of I, I think i see i think i see where you're going from on this one kind of um, yeah I mean, I mean i'm just like talking out loud mostly but <laughs> yeah but i yeah yeah well i guess i mean you know online games have been around for a minute in terms of if you know thinking about like quake and, and unreal tournament and stuff that's like true, that. that's true um but the whole idea of having them be a sustainable um mm-hmm. you know monetized platform essentially uh yeah it, it is interesting to see how like loot boxes have kind of like come and gone in term mm-hmm. in, in in favor for people um and honestly having some questionable legality i think oftentimes <laughs> yeah yeah um but yeah i don't know i guess we'll just have to we'll just have to see where this goes definitely yeah. gonna be curious um okay well i think that's i think that's a show ladies and gentlemen um <laughs> that's content people of the world <laughs> that is what we call capital c content um uh melissa do you have anything you want to plug before we wrap things up my instagram uh it's just picture, <laughs> it's just pictures of my dogs um i can't nice. remember what it is right now but if you know me <laughs> follow me wow yeah that is, that's that right i did that i did that 
Mm. I, I cannot remember. Um, I literally cannot remember. People are going to look it up. They're going to be like, now what? Now it's the information has been denied to me and I want to know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where it's, are the this dogs? Is, this is this is a tantalizing bit of like, if you want, if you can find me, you can have these dogs. Which there are speaking dogs of, the I internet. still have, yeah, I still have the pug that you met, Jimmy. Oh, the um, blind guy? Yeah, the little blind girl. Girl, she's, um, blind lady. Yeah, well, you know what? I don't think it matters what gender she is because yeah, no I, one's, I, I no one's really looking care. at her in that way. Oh. Um, she's ancient, decrepit, but she's still around. Uh, and I do nice. take pictures of her. So, Just look up decrepit old dog on Instagram and you'll find him. Yeah. Yep, that's, that's where I'm at. Not. Nice. But nice. I can't remember what handle I do have because I think it's just some weird play on my last name. And I don't go on my phone except to play Dragalia Lost. Good so, stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, That's pretty my wholesome, battery. Uh, you can you can I you can follow Make Play on Twitter at Make Play yeah. Radio. I we don't post anything there right now because mm-hmm. I don't know I don't have the energy to run like two Twitters. So you can follow me at Jimmy Stein where I'll tweet about the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can follow Nick. Where's that? Uh, probably don't follow me anywhere. I <laughs> don't like people. I gotta stop throwing mm-hmm. to you for the social media plugs. I, yeah. I forget that you I I, I know that you'd always you don't really aren't as active um, not at all no i, I feel that i, mean, I feel that follow I'll, me by i don't know playing video games with me online me. if you can find me yeah <laughs> okay I'll, I'll toss the email to you where can uh we and you can email us at that's uh, isn't it like makeplayradio at gmail.com there it is we see we don't get very many emails so i've forgotten its existence yeah bit, you but... can you can interpret that as saying uh we don't get any emails <laughs> Well, uh, here, yeah. here's Except the good... from Michael from Google, yeah, one time our best Google friend. Emailed us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, here's here's the good news, um, Jimmy. Is I wasn't yeah. following you on Twitter before, and now I am. So you got a follower out of this specific podcast. That's what I'm doing now. Yeah, we can just interview an entire like viewer base. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. Listener base. <laughs> that's the way you get um, followers. That's how. That's the hustle and grind. That is the hustle. Uh, so our, our Twitch that we stream on occasionally is uh, uh, Make Play Live on, on Twitch. So that's twitch.tv slash makeplaylive for that. And uh, that's pretty much it. Thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see you next time. Woo! Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. Of course. Toodaloo! Toodaloo!